today what the Lord's gift me. If you have your Bibles and want to go with me to uh, 2 Kings, the fourth chapter, uh, very familiar scripture, amen, a very familiar story. I don't always preach from stories, uh, but today I feel led to preach from a story, amen. 2 Kings chapter 4 and verse 1, he says, now there cried a certain widow woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, uh, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord, and the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondmen. I, I'd like to stop right there. Amen. I'm going to ask this question, and I wasn't going to even title. I was just simply going to preach from this. But this is what the Lord gave me in the form of a question. He said, what you going to do uh, when the prophet dies? What you going to do when the prophet dies? Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, we love you today. We, we thank so much of you, God. There's, there's none like you, God. And God, uh, everything that happens or exists, God, it just rests upon your shoulders. God, you have the ability to bless us here, or you have the ability to curse us here. But God, I pray in a humble manner, God, that you lift us up tonight, not only in this service tonight, God, but in the services that are to come. Father, somehow that we could always be in your will. God, that we could always be obedient and do things the way that you desire them to be done. God, that you'd move upon us tonight. Heal those that are homesick tonight. Lift those up that are discouraged tonight. God, we ask that you'd make a difference for each and every one that's attached to this place. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. You can be seated if you want to be. Amen. But this is a very familiar story. And no doubt it's one that a lot of you have maybe read and drawn strength from for years and and that you've heard about. But sometimes there's things that, uh, man, if I could just put it in hillbilly language, there's some things sometimes that just waylays you or bamboozles you or, or such a hard knock on you that uh, sometimes you don't have any idea or, or at the time in your mind and in your heart that you can't feel how in the world that you're ever going to recoup or how you're going to accomplish or once you're knocked down, how you're going to get back up. But, right. but I would like to tell you tonight uh, that with God all things are possible to them that believe. Amen. Amen. That's all you got to do is have faith in God. If you'll pray and seek the face of the Lord, somehow God will make a way for you where there seemeth not to be a way. I know, I know that the world can be cruel. Sometimes things that happens in life can cut us to our very, very core of our body. Amen. Sometimes we just don't know how. But I'm telling you, with God, all things is possible. And if we really uh, need the answer, amen, to a question, I believe that we can touch God. I believe we can touch right. the heavenly storm. And, and somehow we're going to have the answers that we seek. Praise the Lord. Amen. It don't always come when we want it. Amen. But sometimes it does. Praise the Lord. So here we find early 
in this chapter, verse 4, that this lady was in a crisis. Amen. She was a widow woman. Amen. And she was uh, of the wives of the sons of the prophets. Amen. I believe that's important. Uh, sometimes, uh, amen, in life and in the Bible we find out, amen, that God wants people to know exactly where we come from. Amen. And what we are, have always trusted in. Amen. And what uh, our reputation or our faith has been concerning God for years. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Now, the Bible don't bear this out, but history says that the reason this widow woman was in, in debt was because that her husband had borrowed money from Jezebel and Ahab's son. He was a creditor, and he had spent uh, money on taking care of prophets that he had hid out. Come on. Well, if this be true, and, and only God knows whether history is true or, or whether history is false, amen, but if that this be true, no wonder, amen, that the widow woman in her tears and in her heartbreak and her agony, amen, went up to the prophet and said, you know my husband, his record spake for itself. Oh, I'm going to tell you something. Church, there's no greater knowledge than knowing someone, amen, that lived for God, amen, their entire life. That everything they labored, everything that they worked for, everything that they taught, and everything that they hoped for was being about God's business. Amen. I'm telling you, we know what that's like. Amen. For most of us, amen, we had a dad, we had a preacher, we had a prophet, amen, that his only desire was to see folks saved. I don't know, but I wish, amen, that somehow I knew the hours that he had prayed for each one of his children. Oh, come on. Each one of his revivals, amen, that God blessed him with multitudes of people filled with the Holy Ghost and baptized in Jesus' name because you and I knew a man named James Whitney and he knew a man named Jesus Christ and he was willing to give everything, amen, even his living, if it need be, to see a move of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I don't take that lightly, amen, and you shouldn't either. Right. I believe sometimes it's good to remind ourselves where we come from and what our lineage is. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. I don't know why I'm going back tonight, but bear with me a little bit. If I do take a stroll down memory lane for just a little while, you know, I'm just like you, and you're probably a lot like me, whether you know it or not, but there's times we feel like we're on the mountain, and there's times that we feel like that we're in the valley. There's times that we feel like maybe our walk with God means something and makes a difference for others. And sometimes you feel like maybe uh, you're not doing a very good job. Hallelujah. Amen. But I'm telling you something. When I begin to think of the highs and lows of my pastor, 
Amen. Uh, praise the Lord. Uh, I was right by his side. Uh, amen. The last almost 20 years. Uh, amen. I called him when I was up. Uh, I called him when I was down. Uh, amen. When there was things, uh, uh, Brother Barnhofer, that I didn't know how I was going to get through uh, or when I didn't know how to handle biblically. Uh, I didn't run off with the mouth and do it my own way. Uh, but I confided in my pastor. Uh, amen. Why? Because, uh, amen, he had prayed me through the Holy Ghost. Uh, he spent hours preaching to me. Uh, amen. And trying to build me uh, and lift me up. Uh, amen. And I felt confident, uh, not only in his walk with God, uh, but in the wisdom he had uh, about the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And I still today, when I reflect on things, situations that I knew he was going through, but yet there was no quit in him. Amen. He preached a message one time. He said, he said, when the going gets tough, he said the tough get going. Praise the Lord. Amen. Not everyone's going to have that drive, amen, to get going when the situation gets tough. Praise the Lord. Amen. Some folks choose, amen, to have it just as easy as they possibly can. Praise the Lord. And that may be all right and things of the flesh and things of the natural, but sometimes God calls on you and I, amen, to understand that with God all things are possible to them that believe. Amen. We're not always going to have our strength and the people around us to lift us up that we've counted on for years through the process of time. The Bible teaches that it is appointed unto man once to die, and after that the judgment. But I'm telling you the message that they leave behind, their legacy, amen, the thought of how much they love Jesus and how much their whole life revolved around the things that be of God ought to be an uplift and an encouragement, amen, to let you and I know, amen, that we're not wasting time, amen, we simply picked up the torch, amen, and we gained confidence, amen, and what they had confidence in, what kept them is now going to keep us, if only we can have faith and believe on Jesus, Amen. hallelujah. There was a lot of different things that this widow woman could have done, I'm sure of it. But she went to the man of God because this is what her husband had showed her. This is what her husband, amen, had taught her that always had worked. Amen. And so she had this problem. Amen. It was, it, it looked like all hope was lost. Creditor was on the way. The two sons that she loved and raised that was attached to the church. Come on. Your children may not be in here living for God, but at one time they was attached to the church. They were running these aisles and worshiping. Some of them were filled with the Holy Ghost in the Jesus name house of prayer. They're still attached to the church. Well, come on, somebody. They may be out in the world, but they still have a relationship. 
and an attachment to the church and if the church loves them the way they should then the church should be praying and fasting and calling on the name of the Lord that somehow God would begin to call them back to the church and out of the clutches and men of hell Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Whether we want to admit it or not, whether we like it or not, we understand that we're either saved when we die or we're lost. One thing that we were taught on a regular basis, that as long as there's breath, there's hope. I don't know how my folks and, and the friends and those that was praying for me I don't know how they ever looked at my life at times and said there's still hope amen I had probably lost hope for my own self a long time ago my mind wasn't on God my mind wasn't on the things that go on in the church I never denied God I respected the Lord I always believed that living for God and being a Christian was the right thing to do, but I chose to do the wrong thing instead of what was right. But nonetheless, even though it looked like he meant that evil could take me at any time, there were still folks calling on God for me. Praise the Lord. And I'm going to say this, amen, if you were ever lost in your lifetime, that you've got people and you had people calling out your name towards heaven for you as well. That's right. Amen. Because that's what the church does. The church don't give in. The church don't give up. That's right. Amen. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. Amen. They don't run for the church, but they try to figure out what they can do Amen. To make the church better. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm going to tell you something. If you're not led of the Spirit, the Bible said that as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Right. Can I tell you the only hope we have is to being led of God. That's right. I was trying to encourage a man the other day. And I told him, I said, he was going into some detail about his childhood and I said you know I, I said you, you're welcome to tell me whatever you want to whatever you feel that you need to tell me you, you, you're welcome to I'll listen but I said I, I'm going to tell you I'm going to always obey, obey God I said that's what I do that's what I've learned to do and that's not going to change I'm going to always obey God mm-hmm. and this man replied Quit trying to conform me to that way of thinking because that's not how I think. Praise the Lord. I can't help someone that don't want God to lead their life. I can't help someone, amen, that's not in the belief, amen, that living for God is what we must do. It's got to be in your heart. We've got to be sold out to God. Whatever it costs, heaven's going to be cheap at any price. The Bible tells us that you must first believe and believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. If you don't believe that he's a rewarder, 
Amen. If you don't first believe in Him, and you don't believe that He's a rewarder in them that diligently seek Him, then we'll never seek Him. We'll never do the things of God. We'll never pray. Amen. We'll never come to the house of the Lord. But the things of God will always be less than and secondary in our life because we haven't yet been convinced. Amen. That we must believe on Him. you know what? We serve a God. I said we serve a God. Amen. It's good to run to Him when things are good. It's good to run to Him when things are bad. Amen. It's always good. Amen. It's always great. And it's always better to have Him in our life than to not have Him. That's right. Amen. But the creditor has come to take away him, my two sons, to be bondmen. And Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in thy house? And she said, Thine handmaiden hath not anything in the house, save a pot of oil. Then he said, Go borrow thee vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels, and borrow not a few. Can I tell you, when you're down and out, and it seems like you're at the end of the rope, sometimes you don't, and I don't realize the value that we have left to give or offer, but God does. That's right. Amen. God does. Oh, she's seen this widow woman. Amen. Well, she needed a miracle. She needed a move of God. And she done what she knew to do was to go to Elisha. But she didn't realize that even in her own home, God had something there that he could bless. Amen. And use for her benefit and of her way of escape. Amen. I'm so thankful the knowledge I have of God. Amen. Amen. I'm so thankful that I know him. Amen. That when it looks like there's nothing left. Amen. That God can always find a way. Amen. To make a blessing out of something. Amen. For his benefit. To his glory and my victory. Amen. Hallelujah. And when thou art come in, thou shut the door. Upon me and upon my sons. And shall pour out into all those vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. And you know, it's not only a good thing to go to the man of God when you're in trouble. Now you can go directly to God. Amen. But the Bible still teaches us to call for the elders of the church as well. So we're not eliminate the men of God. But you can go to God personally for yourself now. The veil has been torn. Amen. Amen. But once we receive the word, it's important that we do what God tells us to do. That's right. God's not slack concerning any promise. His power is not let down. But sometimes we tie the hands of God because we refuse to be obedient unto the Lord. 
Amen. Uh, I know I'm going a little slow tonight, but amen. We can go back to the uh, the man with the leprosy. He was going to take off without going to Jordan and washing seven times because he didn't he didn't like what the man of God told him to do. But the servants they talked him into going back to Jordan and dipping seven times or washing seven times. And according to the Bible, he received his miracle and the leprosy left him. And his skin was like new skin, as if it never was. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So it's important that we do what God has told us to do. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and her sons. He brought the vessels to her. And she poured out and it came to pass. When the vessels were full, that she had her son bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, There is not a vessel more. And the oil stayed. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go, sell the oil, and pay thy debt, and live thou and thy children of the rest. Praise the Lord. Bible speaks very plainly about God not leaving us, about Him not forsaking us. I'm telling you, amen, when the going gets tough, the tough get going. No matter how bad it looks, we have the ability to touch God and hear from Him. Praise the Lord. And right. if we'll be obedient, I believe the rain will come, don't you, Elder? Amen. I said, I believe the rain will come. Amen. We can be like Elisha sending. Amen. The uh, servant up. Amen. He kept coming back. He didn't see nothing. But one time he did see something. It was a cloud about the size of a man's hand. Amen. I'm telling you. We'll keep on calling. God has the answer. Praise the Lord. Right. We just need to put our trust in him. And understand that through our obedience, through our obedience to God, it brings forth miracles. That's right. Hallelujah. Brings forth miracles. I thought one time as dad was preaching, he was a little upset about some things. You could, you could hear it, and he's heard the pain in his voice. And he made this statement to the church, and I'll never forget it. He said, for heaven's sakes, if you're not pulling with me, please quit pulling against me. Yeah. That hurt me to the core because I'm thinking, that's my man of God. How could anybody pull against my man of God? But I'm telling you something. It's like uh, uh, Sister Bickford said earlier, my mother Hey man, the devil can twist you up in such a bind if you ain't careful. You'll be doing the wrong thing thinking you're doing the right thing. That's right. Praise the Lord. But if we'll maintain that relationship with God, no wonder the scripture says that unless we become humble like little children, we shall in no wise enter therein. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm so thankful 
from where God has brought me from. Amen. Amen. I don't like to reminisce on the past. I don't like to sit around and think about all the things, uh, amen, that I've done wrong in my life. But I do once in a while like to reflect back. And I'm so thankful from where God has brought me. There was a time that man, I walked around looking for trouble. I was an angered individual. I couldn't wait to get into another fight or, or argument or impose my will on someone. That's who I was. Amen. But I'm so thankful that I'm not that individual any longer. Now I spend my days praying, looking for someone to be able to help, looking to be kind to someone, looking for something to say that might make someone's day go a little better. Praise the Lord. I believe that when we become sold out in living for God, I believe the fruit of the Spirit will show. Amen. Amen. It will show. And the things of the world that used to bring us pleasure, now it's, it's not fun anymore. Amen. But living for God is uplifting. Hallelujah. This lady, her man of God in her life, passed away, but yet she still had that teaching. She still had that knowledge. Amen. My husband was willing to put us in debt for the gospel's sake. Amen. My husband, amen, if history be right, was ready to uh, keep and feed the prophets and the men of God, even though had they had found out they would have killed him as well. For upkeeping them. Amen. Can I tell you church. I'll try to leave you with this. When we're sold out. We'll put everything on the line. Amen. Amen. We'll put everything. On the line. Hallelujah. I had a lady one time tell me. Said I feel like that. You will be martyred for the gospel's sake. I don't know if that's true or not. But I'm telling you one thing, I'm going to keep living for God. Amen. If, I, if that's the way that I go out of this thing, amen, if somebody gets mad at me, amen, and offs me for the gospel's sake, what a better way to go. What a better way to go. Praise the Lord. You know, sometimes when we're under persecution, amen, we got to begin to thank God that we're found worthy, that there's enough Jesus in us that someone would want to persecute us over him. Right. Amen. Heard a message one time. If they took you to court for being a Christian, would there be enough evidence to prosecute you? Hallelujah. I want to have evidence of living for him. Amen. Amen. I'm not just wanting to be like like that song, you know, this little light of mine and let it shine. But I hope it's bright enough that I'm pleasing unto God. Amen. Hope that I can help someone along the way. Hallelujah. But I got to tell you, church, don't lose hope. Don't lose faith. Amen. In a great revival, at any time, God can bring forth revival. But the church has to get prepared. The church has to get ready. Okay. What good does it do for folks to come 
if we're not prayed up enough to pray people through the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. If we're not prayed up enough to lay hands on the sick and then recover. Amen. Yeah, that's my job. But the Bible said that believers would lay hands on the sick. So that's not only my job, it's your job as well. Praise the Lord. So let's be encouraged. Let's let our confidence be in God. Let's understand that we can make a difference. Amen. We can make a difference if we just trust the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. He's a faithful God. Amen. And he's good to us. Amen. He's not going to leave me. Why should I want to leave him? Amen. He's been way better to me than I could ever be to him. But I want to spend the rest of my life trying to Amen. make it up to him. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm thankful that I love the Lord. Amen. I'm thankful that it's down in my heart. Praise the Lord. I'm thankful that there's nothing that I wouldn't do for God. Amen. Isn't he wonderful? Amen. Praise the Lord. Does anybody need prayer today? Is anybody sick in body? Or did anybody like to come and pray? Hallelujah. I know we're short a number here tonight, but the Bible said, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of him. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm glad God's in the midst of us, aren't you? Amen. 